Drip, drip, drop. Dropping dimes, dropping dimes. Baby Dame Dollar here, trailblazing dimes everywhere. I don't want to boast, but I'm dropping dimes from coast to coast. Dropping dimes everywhere, like I just don't care. I'm dropping dimes on the bike, on the stairs. I'm even dropping dimes on my teddy bear. Welcome back to another episode of Dropping Dimes. I'm Noah Cooper, joined by my co-host Perry Randall, and today we have another very special guest for you guys, NBA Posted Up contributor on Yahoo Sports, Mark Haynes. Thanks for coming on the show today, Mark. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Mark, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, we know, like Noah said, that you're a contributor to Post It Up, but just tell us a little bit about the show, about who you are and how you've been helping with your brother Chris and, uh, you know, him being a reporter and all that. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, we're all from Fresno, California. I don't know if uh, the any of you guys know, know where that's at, but uh, Fresno, California and uh, – you know, I like to Chris Chris uh, say the opposite, but I like to <laughs> say that I'm I'm kind of the brains behind the behind the talent when it comes to Chris and you know and uh, we as kids we've always done like you know we practice doing interviews with each other and right. you know when we used to play NBA NBA Live when NBA Live was bigger than 2K right you know. Between games, we would we would have you know post game interviews and halftime interviews. You know, people people would look at us and think we're crazy. And, and, but that was just something that we always did. And you know, Chris he he, he blew up and been a you know a very successful uh, writer and uh, journalist and stuff. So uh, that's kind of you know how we we. It's always been that way, and and, and we, we we all had a had a love of, of for basketball, and you know, and recently uh, we just started uh, started up our podcast, posted up with Chris right. Chris Haynes, and um, we kind of this kind of something we've been talking about for the last few years of doing, and uh, we just got a platform uh, that fits perfectly with you know what we want to do, and. You know, we're just going, and, and things have been going pretty well. I know you said a little bit about, you know, how you guys played NBA Live. I'm sure there's a lot of brotherly love that goes on with that. But did you guys ever play against each other on the hardwood, on the concrete, in the backyard, those type of games? <laughs> Who, who's the better player with that? That's what I got to know. <laughs> hey, well, I, I, I ain't go front. Chris, Chris was the better. He was the better player. The humble uh, man. You know, he, he, You sound like you was hacking people a lot, man, giving hard fouls. That's what that sounds like. Hey, that's hey, early 90s, 2000, hand checking the stuff was loud, so I'm good. <laughs> All right. Uh, we just got a little bit of background on Mark Haynes. Let's jump right into the NBA action. So recently, we had Russell Westbrook get into an altercation with a fan. You know, 
some comments going back and forth. Disrespectful on both <laughs> ends. Westbrook gets fined yeah. for 25G. How do you feel about that? Do you think the NBA was right in finding him? Do you think he was right for responding? How do you feel about that? Well, I, th- I like, you know, I'm, I'm not too uh, upset with how things things went. You know, I love the fact that Utah went ahead and uh, put that ban on that fan for, you know, right. permanently. Yeah, I thought that was and, definitely uh, needed. Yeah, that, that was cool, and it, it surprised me. I, I didn't think they would go that far, and I, but that, that was good, you know, because there's been a lot of incidents where, you know, the fans, they feel they can say whatever they want to the players. At the end of the day, yeah, they're millionaires, but these, these guys are humans. Right. These they're, guys, you know, especially Westbrook, some of these guys, you can get under their skin and, and they'll react. And the thing now, is, well, just purchasing a ticket to the game doesn't give the fan a right to be that kind of yeah. way towards Westbrook. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, you know, I, I think this is, I think, you know, especially – when, like the guys that's that's getting close to the, to the players are usually you know um, uh, richer white people. You know, it's not a lot. Right. Of, it's not a lot of black people. You know, buying those you know floor seats to where they can even even talk to the players. So you get a lot. I imagine you know the players. You know, will when when they get these hateful things said, it'll be a lot of you know racial. You know, comments and, and things, things of that nature. When the people that, you know, the the people that love you and and coming to see you because they're you know happy to see you, they're probably in a nosebleed, so they'll never even get to, you know, really get in contact with you. So I think a part of having those, you know, good, you know, good seats, I think it should be a certain level of respect that that arenas have to start, you know, enforcing. Now, do you think the NBA should have, you know, better rules in place for these situations to try to prevent prevent them? You know, we've seen the malice in the palace in the past. We just saw yeah. this situation with Westbrook. Do you know any kind of rules you think the NBA could implement to try to prevent these situations? Yeah, it's tough because it's so many, it's so many people, it's so many fans. You know, it could be, you know, twenty thousand people, um, and you you can't you can't hire enough staff to you know, control everybody and catch everything. But um, I think I think they just have, like, I think, like, with Utah putting this ban on, ban on the, uh, the fan, I think that was big time. I think it was a good, you know, step in the right direction of saying, you know, look, we're, we're not going to tolerate this. Like, this is unacceptable. You come, you, you need to be paying for tickets to come to the game and enjoying the game, not – you know, antagonizing the players, even though you, you know, you boo the guys or whatever, but you don't, you don't make it personal or racial right. or, you know, keep, keep it fun. Everybody, you know, these players, they, they talk trash to each other all game. You know, everybody talks trash. It's, it's, everybody knows when you're crossing the line. Right. And I and think, I, I, th- I think that's what you hit on earlier about, you know, being a richer uh, white man that's at the game. And I think that's what, was what upset Westbrook, the comment that he said was, get on your knees like you used to, or that's what it was said in right. the media. And I think right. not, not even just Westbrook, but that takes me off as a fan just hearing that as a black man, yeah. I'm like, whoa, that's that's way out of line. I get that you're yeah. at the game. You know, like you say, you want to boo people, but at the same time, there's a certain level of respect that has to be yeah. had for these guys because they are people just like the person that's making the comment. I'm not over here right. calling you 
uh, sl- slave master racial and all that. I don't know you like that. And that's how they're acting. Right, exactly. And especially a guy like like Westbrook who's had uh, you mm-hmm. know comments with other fans in Salt Lake City. Even Steven Jackson has mentioned how he's had uh, altercation with a fan. They had him in a jail suit in the in the in the crowd. <laughs> it's some crazy stuff that goes on. Let's just yeah. be honest. Some of these fans, especially in Salt Lake City, are out of line. And I think it's just time that the NBA also, you know, finds a way to make sure that their players are protected a little better. I get the fine. I get that Westbrook needs to be fine for the comments that he made because they're not okay either. Let's make right, that man. clear. He, he shouldn't say, right, I'm going to come at you on everything I love. I know, I know the black man getting riled up. <laughs> But well, him, yeah. be, him, him being a, him being a role model too to so many people. Exactly, you know? and I think that's and it's also crazy to me that athletes are held to a higher standard than say like right. the level of our president. That's crazy to me that yeah. we're expecting this of these guys. But that's kind of this, it's kind of it's kind of wrong to say. It's kind of crazy to think about. So I'm getting riled up right. over here. No, go go ahead, get back into. I need to go take a breath, <laughs> a breather. <laughs> Grab a cup of water, man. Cool <laughs> so let's move on from the Russell Westbrook situation here. I think we've said what needs to be said. Yeah, because we, we could just go on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mark, we were just kind of wanting to know at this point um, in the Lakers season, what's kind of your overall opinion of them right now and then moving forward as well? Because we saw this season right now, they have the same exact record that they had last season at this time, obviously the with the addition of LeBron James. So what's your take of this season as a whole and then with them, you know, more than likely not making the playoffs this season? Yeah, that, that's crazy. I just seen that um, the other day about they got the same exact record as last year. And um, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I, I am and I'm not. Uh, I, I didn't think the Lakers had a really good team. I think they added LeBron, and I was like, you know, LeBron can get them to the playoffs, which I believe he still would have if he didn't miss those, you know, 16, 16 games or whatever he missed. Right. Um, if he didn't miss, you know, they was number four in the West when he went out. Right. So I think he would have, I think he could have got them to the playoffs, and they probably would have took a first round exit. But, um, you know, with the injury and coming back, I'm, I'm not surprised of, you know, the struggles, and especially when all the trade rumors came out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with this, this team being so young and, and fragile, <laughs> you know, they they basically just, just fell apart, and this, this was a disaster. <laughs> Do you feel like them being young and always having their hands on their phones, always being on social media, do you think that's what made everything kind of just blow up for, for them? Of course, we have the injury as well with LeBron, but do you think right. that's what kind of disengaged the younger players? Yeah, I think I think that had a major impact. Like like you said, it could have even been more than LeBron being injured. Um, it's it's been tough, like for for guys. I think uh, I think J.R. Smith said it when, when playing with LeBron. He's like it's like the the best thing in the world, and it could be the worst thing in the world right. because if you're winning. You know, it's easy to win because LeBron is so great. But if you're losing, it's all your fault, and you're getting blamed for everything, and you suck, and you, you know, <laughs> all this stuff. And and a lot of people can't handle it, especially. And that's what I think happened with these young guys. You know, in Cleveland, 
those, that was a, a team full of vets. So they, you know, Jr. had all kind of criticism throughout his career. But the Lakers, you know, the Kuzmas, Ingram, Ball, all all these young guys, Hart, young guys, they've never been in any type of situations similar to this. Mm. So I think it completely, you know, overwhelmed them, and it, it got them away from basketball, you know, to, from coaching, from Luke all the way down. I, Luke the same way. I think it, I think – I think this job was overwhelming for him as well. I agree because, I mean, aside from all the injuries that this team's had with LeBron and then the other guys on their team recently, them being young guys, they've never had to experience all these trade rumors before, all the pressures that come with playing with LeBron. So, Mark, I was just curious, moving forward now for the Lakers, what do you think they can do um, to, you know, improve after this season um, in the offseason and then – next season as well to um, try to make the playoffs and make a playoff push. And they, they got to they gotta figure out a way uh, to get one of these big names over there. They got to figure out how to do it in the summer. Because that's what I think also was, a, was a, uh, you know, a bad thing for the Lakers this year. Is, uh, I, don't, I think they were too passive this, this past summer. Uh, I, you know, there's a bunch of rumors about, you know, getting Kawhi, but they're saying they didn't want to put Brandon Ingram in the deal and things things like that. And if it came down to just Brandon Ingram was, was the reason that deal didn't happen, you know, then that was just completely, you know, dumb, uh, for lack of words. But they, they should have made the deal because you get what? Like, you got you to gotta have your team set, you know, especially going, especially in the West. In the West, you got to, you got to know what you roll with so you don't have all those mid-season distractions of trade rumors and, you know, the players feeling not wanted, you know, talking about firing coaches. and You know, you got to go into the season, and I think if, they're go, if they go into the season next year with with something they like and some, something everybody feels comfortable with for the most part and feels safe, you know, I, th- I think they'll be all right. And if you're one of these big names, let's go ahead and flip the script. If you're one of these big names, do you see the Lakers as one of your top destinations, or do you think the Clippers or the Knicks or any other team would be a better destination? You know, I, I think the Lakers is still a is still a prime destination. I, I I know it's a lot of guys like KD said, uh, you know, you know, and, and others said that you know the big names don't necessarily want to play with LeBron. But um, we seen LeBron make some, uh, you know. I I was when he went to Miami. I I never thought that would happen. Right. You know, I couldn't I couldn't see it happen, even with the rumors and stuff. I was like, it wouldn't happen. But you know, and, and I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if Kyrie ends up in in L.A. I, you know, I I think I think we get caught up in too much of the you know the comments that players make and the right. dramatics because. They create they create the narrative as well because they they want to because they know you know for years media controls everything and now with social media and stuff and and um, you know how how much you got on camera they start they start to control us out there as well they they say things you know they want to say you know so it's a you know it's a it's a game between you know the players and media but uh, I I'm I still think. If I'm a if I'm a big name, I think I'm L.A. is looking better than going to New York to me or you know 
Clippers over the Lakers, I, I, I don't necessarily see that. And I think another thing to consider is clutch sports. I think Mav Carter, he's, uh, making, he's making a bunch yeah. of moves. Uh, he got yeah. AD. He's even got Draymond Green now. So I think that's another factor to consider, just that you know how this common camaraderie among these players yeah. with, uh, you know, LeBron, AD, let's all team up now. So I think that's yeah. another thing to consider, just that all these guys, they have the same agent. Let's, let's all – find a way to get a ring together. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're uh, you know, they're, they're like family. Like, we just, uh, All-Star Weekend, I went to a, a Clutch Sport event, and, you know, they're all there. They, you know, they enjoy being around each other. They're, you know, they're family. So, I know, you know, they they won't say, I think AD came out, him and uh, Rich Paul came out and said that uh, he's available for all 29 teams. And, but I, I I really believe he wants to be, you know, with the Lakers, with LeBron, you know, with Rich and, and the rest of Clutch Sports. And um, that, the, the, the Pelicans, they, they're going to do their best to, you know, stop that from happening. But, man, uh, to just, they're a monster. They're working on things. One sign, Draymond Green. And... Um, you know that that could be a, a situation where you know Draymond could end up in, in a Laker jersey. Uh-huh. You know nobody really nobody really talked about that or said that. But when I when I see a guy when I see a guy with clutch, you know I know it's always a possibility that you know he could end up with LeBron somewhere. I, I heard they began a little wild at them clutch sports party. Do you know a little bit about that? Yeah, man, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm learning a little bit. I'm learning a little bit. <laughs> What's it like getting to meet all those NBA guys? Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. Oh man, uh, you know this. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, I'm trying to think of the words. Hey, don't. Hey, you know, don't, don't, don't put up no front. <laughs> Let us know. Was, I, I was a little speechless, you know, because how it happened. You know, I walk. You know, we looking for the place. We don't. We don't really see no. We don't see a lot of cars or anything, or whatnot. And we pull up and we we get to the address and as we getting out 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 of out of our Uber, you know, the first person we see getting out of the Uber in front of us is uh, Quavo. <laughs> and it was like, oh man! The first thing I know is this is my first time seeing him. And man, this guy is a lot taller than I thought. I thought he was about five foot four. You know, <laughs> he, but he's he's about five ten, maybe five eleven. Oh, you, thought, you thought it was Kevin Hart. <laughs> Draw snitching out here. <laughs> so it's a, it's a it's a rope at the end of at the end of this long hall, and of course they let Quavo in, and we get there and they stop us, <laughs> and they you know they ask us who you know who we are, who list we on, blah blah blah, and then about you know a minute or two later, it didn't take long, you know they opened up the gates and said, "Come on in." <laughs> and as soon as we walk in the door, LeBron's right there. <laughs> and he comes, he comes and greets us, and uh, you know, he he, he said he actually uh, 
Well, I knew he, he of course he knew Chris. Chris covered him for, for a few years, and, you know, he just knows him. Right. And uh, he sees uh, me and Terrence, and he, he tells Terrence, he's like, yeah, I know who y'all is. I watch y'all all the time. Yeah, and I was like, crazy. yeah, you know, <laughs> you know so... So the ego was stroked immediately. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> immediately. So hey. then we walked downstairs, uh, some stairs. You know, Bron tells us to come down. He was like, yeah, go grab a drink, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then first, first person to see, well, you see Quavo again, but his back was turned to us. But then J. Cole's right there. Hey, you know, two chains. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh uh, meat meal, like I'm like, man, this is this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, this is you know, you know, I'm now I'm like starstruck, and I'm like, I've met I've met LeBron, you know, uh, other times, you know, so it was like, you know, when I see LeBron, it's like, oh yeah, it's cool, LeBron, but I, I this was the first time I was around so many guys at once, and it was it was like, you know, I'm in a you know, this, we, we're in a clutch sport event, right? Hey, yeah, this, hey. <laughs> this sound like a Chappelle show with Charlie Murphy right. telling a true Hollywood Charlie story. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I was saying. I was telling my partner, partner about it. He was like, man, this, this sounds too good to be true. I'm like, hey. I said, Charlie Mur- they didn't believe Charlie Murphy either. <laughs> <laughs> out, out of all the NBA players that you met and you've had a conversation with, which one of them – has probably seen like the most like down to earth. The one that, you know, you kinda get that, you know, this is a regular person feel about. I know you guys have uh talked to Damian Lillard and I know the the report that he has with Chris and I know that's pretty good. So which one would you say that you probably had the best experience with? So so Dame is Dame like he's been a, we've been around Dame since, you know, his rookie season. Right. And uh so I'm 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 gonna take him out because like we see him a lot. We, we you know we even did Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's uh, this cheating. Past year that's cheating. Him. Don't say him. And uh, yeah, so we we gonna take him out. But uh, the, my my recent new one is uh, it just happened this past weekend in Atlanta was Gary Payton. Mm. Oh man, Gary Gary is everything you seen on TV. <laughs> He's that all the time. Like it, we. We, we we this is my first time first time meeting him. Uh we, we talked at we talked at the studio and stuff for a little bit. We were staying at the same hotel and he was like, Man, come come on, let's go let's go down let's go down uh down the down the street for for, for some food and stuff and a cocktail. <laughs> so we go there and he's uh oh, he's loud, he's funny. <laughs> He, you know, he, yeah, he, he's, he's super cool. He sounds like your cool. average black man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Oakland, California. So, so you're saying, <laughs> you're saying the, the real life Gary isn't the same trash talker that he is on the court. Oh, no, he's still talking trash. <laughs> he's still talking trash. Uh, that Gary Payton, that's him. That's mm. him all the time, 24-7. Uh. Hey, yeah. How, how, when he, the first thing he said, he was, he was, only, he might have been talking to me. I don't know if he was talking to me or not. But we, we, we're in the studio and we're, it, they, they, they'll order, like it's at Turner. So you, they'll order you food and stuff, right? And it's on this computer and they, the, the food get delivered and stuff. So I'm standing in front of the computer and he walks in. Well, he don't even walk in. He just sticks his head at, in, in the door and he said, Hey, I want, give me three wings, two thighs. <laughs> Lemon pepper, uh, some some coleslaw, mashed potatoes, and peace cobs, something like that. He just yells that out and walked out. He comes back and said, "Don't have, don't 
take too long either. Have, have, my, have my stuff ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, you know, I was ordering my food, but you know, he, he's but from from that point on, just nonstop. He 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 keeps talking. He he's funny as hell. He's funny, <laughs> but he's he's super he's super cool. All super right. cool. All right. Well, I got another question for you. Ben from California, you know they got four NBA teams. You know, I'm from Kansas City, and we need one of those teams. But you know, we gonna we gonna let y'all have all four. So, which one of those four teams did you grow up? Or even if it's not one of those four teams, what what is your favorite NBA team? What is my favorite California team? It, it doesn't have to be California. It could be any any team in the NBA. See, I'm you know that's that's a. Uh difficult question for me because I'm actually uh I'm one of those team LeBron guys. Oh, here we go. But <laughs> here we go. I'm Miami. But, but, I'm Cleveland. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, so we, we I'm on a four year deal with the Lakers right oh, now. Oh my god. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, he can he can finally root he can finally root for a team in his home state. Oh, here we go. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, so I'm, I'm a little excited about that, even though year one has definitely let me down. So I'm struggling. I haven't necessarily called myself a Laker yet, but you know I'm, we we working on it. Mm. We working on it. But uh, no, nah, I I just had a with basketball especially. There's there's so much movement with the players, either you know via trade or free agency. Right. Um, and my hometown, Fresno, California, we don't have one of the teams, so I'm, we're right in the, in the center of California. Right. So I've I've never fell in love with any of the California teams because I would go you know see all of them mm-hmm. and you know so I always appreciated the players you know more than the team I you know I I guess uh, yeah so I can't yeah I can't I can't pick one team but when it comes to like college football basketball you know I'm I'm Duke basketball USC football to <laughs> to the day I die so you're just a bandwagoner then huh. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm been Duke since a kid. USC. My 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 name is Mark Allen Haynes. I was partially named after Marcus Allen, which was running back at USC. So I, you know, it's, it's Here we, go. we just happen to be great. We just happen to be great. And now, being a LeBron guy, uh, you know, this season it's probably done a little bit to hurt your greatest of all time argument, huh? You you know, it, it's it's made me uh. It's made me have to pull some pull some things out of my bag to you know to to, to work with, but I, I don't. Me personally, I I don't think it, it affects it. But you know when you especially when you look at the circumstances. But of course, if you're a Jordan guy, oh this this is this is the greatest thing that could have happened. <laughs> this is the season you've been waiting for if you're a Jordan guy. Well, yeah, pe- yeah, hey. yeah, this is yeah they needed this. They hey, needed I'm, this. I'm gonna so go- I, Touche. I'm going to go ahead and let you know. I'm a Kobe fan. I, I think Kobe uh, the greatest of all time. Stop. It. All right. Man. So so where is he in your, like, GOAT conversation? Is he even in there? I, this, this, this is a lot. So, oh, here we go. Wait, here we what? go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they say, this is well, a lot. So where, this is what happened was. <laughs> where does the GOAT line end? <laughs> well, uh, <here> <laughs> you, you know, because, I mean, he's an all-time great. No doubt, but. no doubt. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was. But just tell, tell me if I'm wrong on this. It was a 
Kobe had a short amount of time as great as he was great. He was awesome, but he had a short amount of time where he was the unanimous best player in the league. Amen. I I I, I think that would even further his argument because of the competition that he had to go against. Yeah, you could go there. I, I ain't mad at you on that one. Yeah, I ain't mad at you on that one at all. Hey, if you're the yeah, greatest, if you're the greatest of all time, though, you should be great for the longest period possible. Like LeBron. I mean, has I shown. mean, at the end of the day, like I tell you, no, I'm gonna go ahead and tell my man Mark Allen. He's like, look, <laughs> look, everybody's conversation is flawed in my opinion, and I think that the goat is gonna change, you know, by each yeah. generation. And, yeah. you know, everybody's yeah. going to have their opinion. There's no real right or wrong answer. Now, there's some dumb answer. You ain't going to tell me that Brian Scalabrini is the GOAT and I'm going to listen to you. <laughs> ain't no way. But right. at the end of the day, there's no real right and wrong answer. Kobe's just no, my GOAT. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you got who you got. But you, you're saying that you got LeBron James as your GOAT. Yeah, I got LeBron as mine. Uh, that's Like you say, I agree with you 100%. I don't think there's... Uh, uh, next, well, there are wrong answers, but <laughs> you know, those, you know the top, you know the top ten players of all time. You know, they all you could you could make an argument for for all of them. Basically, let me let me hear top you five. Know, let me hear top five. My top five. My top five. Uh, LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, Wilt. Appreciate it. I appreciate oh, no. it. Don't, don't give him that. At least say magic or something. Don't nah, give him all that. I, I appreciate the love, man. <laughs> I put him there, but yeah, you know, because it is it's magic. It's it's a, it's Bird. It's Olajuwon. Russell. Oh man, it, yeah. It's, well, it, that, yeah, it's hard. If if I'm go ahead and leave that alone, you know, we got uh, <laughs> hey, Kobe. You know what he do. I ain't gonna say no more about it, but. We go ahead. I'm asking my last question because we, we're hitting 30 minutes right now, and I told you 30 minutes. So I'm asking my last question. And we're gonna wrap up the show. Who is your MVP so far this season? Ooh, MVP, <laughs> man. It's, it's, it's definitely between Giannis and Paul George for me. Even though James Harden is having, you know, one of them James Harden years. Right. But um, if 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 Giannis. If Giannis holds on to that number one seed in the East, you know you got you got to give it to him. Right. Even though Paul George, man, I I, I think Paul George is the is the people's MVP. Mm-hmm. He's doing it on uh, both ends of the court. Yeah, he could he could he could basically almost he he could possibly win MVP and Defensive Player this year. Right. Which which is crazy, you know and. I mean, I would love to see Paul George get it. You know, I got—I actually got ties to both of them. I love to see Paul George get it, being from Fresno State. You know, <laughs> and then Giannis—you know—he date, he dates my cousin, so 
Right. You know, I, I think I'll be happy either way. <laughs> like this, the casual, casual throw that out there. He dates my cousin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and she's from Fresno, California. <laughs> Hold on. How did that come about? I'm, I'm curious. I'm about, to, I'm curious about to take a now. trip out to Fresno. Y'all doing it like that out there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we, we, we over here hiding, hiding in the sun, man. <laughs> hey, how'd that come about? I'm curious. I have no idea, actually. <laughs> no idea. Hey, I'm, I'm I'm more of a Giannis guy myself this season, and I think, you know, a good consolation prize for Paul George would be the defensive player of the year because I think he's most deserving there. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he, man, he's been, he's been a monster. And maybe even most improved. I, I love, you know, his comeback from the injury mm-hmm. he had with USA Basketball, fracturing his leg, and now he's yep. up to this and he's having this type of season, playing alongside yep. Westbrook, and you know the troubles that he had with – you know, Kevin Durant, they broke up. So, Paul George is kind of right. like going against the odds. He's saying that I could play with Westbrook. We can um, actually make yeah. a run at the championship. So, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just excited for this postseason, especially for the East. What you think about the East? Who you got coming out the East? That's what I want to know. Man, I still, I'm still, i still running with Boston, even though even though the struggles. Uh, I think Boston is – I think the talent uh, over there – with Kyrie Irving running the show, I think they figure it out in the playoffs. Uh, you know, they, they they remind me a lot of the Warriors. You know, the Warriors have, you know, ups ups and downs. And uh, but when it comes to the playoffs, you got to beat them in a seven-game series. I, I don't see any of those guys in the East. Even though they're playing, you know, great ball in the season, I don't think nobody is, is going to beat Boston in, in the playoffs. And we, and we got Warriors-Rockets tonight, and we know the seven-game series they had – Last season, uh, do you still have do you have the Warriors coming out again, or do you see the Rockets getting over that hump? Yeah, I got Warriors, especially, especially if it comes down to Warriors Rockets. Uh, I, I got Warriors. I I don't man. Uh, like I said, all the drama. I think you know. I think they're just having fatigue of being so so great, and they're kind of you know they they actually probably need the drama, you mm-hmm. know, to get them through the year. So you know. I, I don't, yeah, I, so I had to say my, my finals going to be Warriors-Boston still. Even, but, I mean, Warriors more a lot than Boston, but yeah, I'm going Warriors-Boston. How many games did the Warriors win it in? How many they win it in? Yep. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> they win it in. They win it in six. So longer than last year, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll get a little, they'll get tested this year for sure. Well, Mark. Their bench is not all that, but yeah, in six. <laughs> well, Mark, I think that's all we have for you today. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate having you on. All right. Thank you, man. Anytime. That'll be it for this week's episode of Dropping Dimes. Once again, thank you so much to Mark Haynes for coming on the show. We really appreciate having him out. And once again, as well, stay tuned for Dropping Dimes on KZLX on Thursdays from 4 to 6. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dropping underscore Dimes 1. Thanks again, guys. Peace. Dropping dimes, dropping dimes.